Welcome to episode 75 of the Brothers of Discussion. Let's run. One of these days we're going to figure out how that actually should work. Who's going to finish the discussion part? Who's doing the countdown? Who's going to say, oh. Discussion. Oh. Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. Quick plug for the show. Guess what happened today? I work for a tech giant. Wow. And today, we had our team photos. Aww. And there are 20 people on my team. And 19 of them, knowing that this picture would be in the annals of history for this tech giant, dressed up for this photo today, Matt. (laughs) Yeah. You want to know what I wore to that photo? I hope it was an undisputed was a t-shirt, t-shirt, t-shirt with Brothers of Discussion. No, that's <laughs> way better. <laughs> there was 19 people, count them, 19 wearing suits, ties, dresses, and one guy in a black Brothers of Discussion t-shirt. I've never been more proud. Yep, in 50 years, somebody's <laughs> going to Google search. Oh, they have 75 episodes, and then the world blew up. It's, it's going to be... <laughs> I imagine it's going to be a lot like um, the Chuck Berry scene in the first Back to the Future. Hey, hey Marty, that, that, that sound you've been looking for, it's Brothers of Discussion. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt, where? let the people know, where did he find the Brothers of Discussion? Uh, at your place of work on a photo yes. probably on a wall yes so then he went to google right right and he googled brothers of discussion and he looked for the seventh listing <laughs> no we're still number one and two okay we're still doing pretty good okay and he came up with let's do that brothers of discussion we are so number one the, these are the directions for you to follow so you hit enter after you type in Brothers of Discussion, and you're going to click on bodpodcast.com, number one, on Google. Who would have thunk it? Because nobody else has this cool of a podcast name. Yeah. We're also at bodpodcast on the Twitter, and you can find us that way on Facebook, too, believe it or not. And, of course, as uh, if you're a longtime Brothers of Discussion fan, you're going to like this. Brothersofdiscussion.com to tell everybody else who wants our name and can't have it to go fuck off. Also, if you go to number seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, no, number six on Google, um, you'll have Advertise on Brothers of Discussion, a wrestling podcast. That's on AdvertiseCast.com. You go right over there. You can select Brothers of Discussion on that site. And tell us what you want. Uh, we'll do an ad for whatever you do. If you want an ad just about you, you could fill that out and we'll, we'll talk about you for a minute or so. How's that sound? Sounds pretty good, huh? We'll do it. You'll get literally 
more people to hear your name than before we said it. <laughs> and, um... and scene. That was that's our new uh, our new sponsors ourselves. And think about putting us on a, on a free website. Yes. <laughs> to advertise. Think about think about the possibilities. Okay. Uh, for some of our listeners, I'm seeing confused faces. Let me let me try and break this down. There let me slow are. down yep. a little bit. Let me break There's this down. This... Okay. So the more stickers <laughs> your company sells, the more profit. Fancy word for money. You have to buy playstations and Beanie Babies <laughs> and products. Okay. <laughs> And it's all because of the brothers. So I clicked on that on that thing. I know I signed up for this. We, we aren't. We don't show up when you click on that thing. Listen, we can't overestimate like a generic search the value page. of computers. All right, they are, <laughs> they are great for playing games and forwarding funny emails. But real business is done on the Brothers of Discussion podcast. Okay, write that down. B O D podcast. Write that. The down. Com brothersofdiscussion.com or bodpodcast.com we have a full monopoly on anything brothers discussions and brothers discussing <laughs> that sounds like we're heading into game of thrones territory so man we know discussion we know people come here to listen to us riff for five to ten minutes before we dive into wrestling matt let's let's uh let's uh Turn everything so. around. Uh, what a hot week in wrestling this week. Uh, yeah, this was this was uh, after WrestleMania week and kind of, you know, we had one of our worst NXT episodes ever uh, last week. And now we get to turn around this week. We got some, uh, some, some fun spots, right? I mean, there is some drama there. Drama doesn't necessarily have to be life-ending or, or life uh, beginning. bonerific. Yeah, it was or just, life uh, middling, really. It can just be, you know, one of those moments in between one of those high marks. Right. I mean, <laughs> go yeah. run with that. Okay. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, man, what well, the big news this week? You know, usually we do a big roster shakeup the night after WrestleMania, but now, um. You know the 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 marketing whizzes for the WWE have decided. Hey, we already got people watching the week the night after, so let's stretch it out one more week, and then we'll mix everything up. Um, so this week we got the roster changes, and Matt, do 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 do, our first hot tag of the the show. I almost said of the week of the night. I picked neither, and then I settled on show. Matt. Yes. Vince McMahon, in his opinion, the biggest move of this week was Roman Reigns going all the way from the Monday Night Raw to Tuesday nights. He's going to get Mondays off now. Matt, was this the biggest move? Vince McMahon said well, so. He owns last, the company. It's a big deal. Last year, and I realized I kind of asked the same question on our our superstar shakeup uh round 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 up round out a ronda rousey roundup yes yes um so you know what what was the biggest move and i also put it this way because if you go back to bodpodcast.com and our most shared article by us on the website was <laughs> drew mcintyre being dubbed the best pickup in the superstar shakeup that was uh 
article written by little old Matt. Uh, and what I want to say here is, you know, who... Who's the biggest pickup of SmackDown of all time, or you know, or or this 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 week? I, I want to talk about who is the next Drew McIntyre. So you can look at that two ways. You can look at that the uh, the 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 funny way, which would be who's going to be teaming with Baron Corbin come next year, <laughs> or you can say who's going to be the guy that shows up on the roster, gets pushed for a while, and has an you know, it's. I would still say it's fair that Drew McIntyre's in main event status. Like you could toss him in there at Absolutely. any point, and he's believable. So they've done at least enough work for that. So like who in between is... pay per views, you know, on a Monday night show, nobody's really watching because maybe there's something else cool on. Drew McIntyre yeah. can main event that Monday Night Raw. Exactly. There's so who's no gonna question. do that? No, I. And I, I want to, I mean, we can answer that question if you want, because I don't want to say what my answer is, and then everybody's going to think I'm being mean. But I, I want to answer it as, like, who who is the biggest move here? Because there's a lot of moves that I think were very predictable, but the biggest move is obviously Elias moving over to SmackDown. Wow. I... <laughs> Like, think about now, instead of him eating up a 15-minute segment on Raw, now he's got 15 minutes on SmackDown. That's a lot more, uh, that's a large percentage of the show to be taken yes. up. And I'm fine with that. But now he's he's got that much more ownership. Uh, and, and we all love Elias. I think, you know, the last few weeks have been the biggest few weeks of his, of his probably of his life, of the human being's life. Definitely of the Elias character. Um, Mike, I, I just... I don't know how this isn't that next step, like that transition to putting him into championship status, because I don't think we're going a whole another year of a strum of the guitar gets beat up and then we move on to the next segment. Like at some point we're moving on, right? He's, he's gone up against John Cena, the undertaker. I'm pretty sure the rock off the top of my head, like this guy has made it. So now it's time for a title. Yeah, I you know, I don't think you're you're off base with that with that uh, you know prognostication. Um, I think that uh, what we might see instead of Elias having to do multiple segments where he's got to wait for commercial breaks, maybe it'll just be a lot more cohesive of a segment because he could just do his ten minutes and then it'll be over. Um, as far as getting a belt, he's he's still in that echelon where he doesn't need it. He's just interesting enough on his own. So I'm not gonna jump the gun there, but I I think uh, I think it's a solid pick. I think what what I learned is is probably gonna be a big deal because it's got ramifications as far as a real commitment to this gentleman uh, being part of the Monday Night Overkill, which occurs every Monday night from eight until eleven. Um, I think Alistair Black. Whoa. Now, I know that, you know, we've been uh, tooting Alistair's horn for, for months. We know that he's yeah. been getting a push. But I think that now that they're committing to not, you know, spreading the wealth and making him available on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays, and just saying Mondays, and he's part of a three-hour show, um, we've got tag teams galore on Monday Night Raw, um, I think that this means that we can start 
you know, seeing Alistair in a singles role. Um, You'd hope so. Yeah, I mean, they, they also added, you know, he can still maybe feud with his tag team partner. We can see him feud with, you know, the Andrades of the world. Um, he's going to have some fun matches against, you know, a lot of these new additions. Uh, Mysterio, AJ Styles, my God. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, I think it's an exciting time to be a fan of Aleister Black just because of the, um, just the, the wide array of, of feuds we can see with him because he's not going to be at that tippity-tippity-top. Probably not yet. Um, but I think the, the proving ground feuds he can have are going to be really fun to watch. Um, now, uh, riddle me this. Uh, wouldn't it be... Let's, uh, we'll say hot tag. If you would, I'll, I'll answer it first, and then you just let me know how you feel about it. But if you had asked me, like, which move should have happened or shouldn't have happened, I would say what would have made some sense, uh, you know, to kind of just, I don't know. There's something about Ricochet and Alistair that I think it would have been a good a good opportunity to just, all right, we, we've established these guys are good. They don't have to stick together. One's going on Raw. One's going on SmackDown. Uh I mean, how do you, how how would you feel about that? Is that would that is that too soon? Is that something where they still need a security blanket, or um, or would it have been would it have been in the right move? I think I think separating them it would be a little soon, just because they you know will probably get a few more tag matches out of this um, alignment. Because um, so far this is all they've taught us is that these two guys are best friends and they hang out together twenty four seven. Um, it wouldn't have been a bad idea, but they they just haven't set the stage yet. So I think they're they're trying to make time for both of these guys yeah. uh, to be you know potentially uh, do some singles fighting in the future. But for now, you know maybe let this little tag team story you know finish its way out. It's just now that we've added the Usos and the Viking experience. Uh, we oh, don't really have a need for Ricochet and Aleister Black to, you know, be in the well, tag team scene. Well, now you ruined it. We're <laughs> going to have it, its own special segment. We can get um, to it. Um, Matt, I think uh, one other move that I, I wish could have happened is I... I Jesus, I, I don't know what to do with them, but EC3. Um, I just wish we could keep them as far away from Braun Strowman as possible because... <laughs> yeah. You know, we give, sometimes, you know, you and I, when we see wrestlers walking down the ramp, like for a pay-per-view, we like to look at each other and kind of judge based on their expression if they've been told in Gorilla, you're going to win or you're going to lose. And EC3, when he walked down to the ring, I could just see, oh no, this is not going to be good. And then when he stood in the ring in the, EC3's face was just like, God, fuck my life. Like he just... (laughs) Not just because of the character that yeah. he's, his character is fighting, but you know, just uh, this is not going to be good for my career. Um, it's definitely not looking good for EC3. Did you? I mean, that's also another twenty-minute conversation. Uh, yeah. Wait, I I figure, I, I figure the Viking experience is is uh, is probably uh, the whole audience cares more about that. We it, it's more like you and I are the only ones who seem to still be in the EC3 camp. Um, and, and we see how much potential there is there. So I don't know. 
you know, you you throw EC3 through those tables, and what next? Is this is he going on hiatus? Is this usually something like that happens? You're taking a couple weeks off, right? If if not longer, so I I, I just from that perspective, I I don't know what's going on, and I I think they are just they don't know what to do with EC3 or they're not they're not ready to push him which also begs the question why in god's name did you take him out of NXT um if it had something to do with his contract i you know i don't think we'll ever know if that's the case with these guys getting called up to NXT or getting called up to the main roster right that would be interesting if we ever do find that out um but i mean here here we are like let, let's let's say that is the case. Let's say EC3 had it in his contract. I get called up by this date. Which is fine. Is this... I mean, if that was the case, is this definitely the creative team trying to push EC3 out the door? Like, you're not allowed to talk. You're going to get squashed week after week. I mean, what are we doing here? This guy is, I don't know. Is I don't know who up. this guy pissed off, Matt. He <laughs> he's just a jobber. He just can't you don't do get to anything do a promo. right. Yeah. Um. I think when he first burst on the scene in NXT, <clears throat> he made his little cameo, and we were like, "Oh, geez, they're just signing anybody from you know Impact." And then the first time he spoke, it was like the funniest thing we'd ever heard in wrestling. We're like, "My God, you know, somebody who gets how to be a classic, you know, uh, sneering heel." You know, and he's yeah. got the he's got the muscle to back it up. Um, I think he had a pretty and good feud skill. with like Velveteen Dream. He had that crazy. I still remember that crazy promo where he's up in a like a cube shaped swimming pool, um, and there's like a drone shot where he's you know coming off as the top one percenter in his own high rise you know commercial building. You know, straight out of the original Sims game, and then he feuds and has like a, a wet towel fight with velveteen dream and ever since then he's just plummeted just nothing uh you know he used to do the the catchphrase victory after victory after victory i honestly don't remember I, he had that one roll-up win on dean ambrose which thanks to 50 50 booking he immediately gave up and since then yeah nothing if if you didn't know who ec3 was or you didn't watch nxt you're basically watching the new kurt hawkins i mean no nobody could argue that there's that any bit of this has gone better than than kurt hawkins way like he's he's just a gag and it's it it would be different and we don't really you know kurt hawkins really isn't given the mic too often what do we do hear him it's very scripted you know he's he's definitely put into a silo and he's he's got one one direction to go so i don't want to judge kurt hawkins too harshly here but we've seen ac3 in action we know it can sound great so it's just like the questions are just going to keep coming up until this guy eventually leaves the company um you know what 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 are we doing uh it's just a waste of of some of some good talent but we also have some more waste <laughs> man what waste you got next for us who are you naming oh we're talking the viking experience Oof. uh we're gonna jump into our new favorite segment called tidbits um 
Yeah, it's God just kind of just kind of our little segments that aren't they're not necessarily really attached, you know, to a particular brand. It's just kind of news and noteworthy here from uh, the World Wrestling Entertainment Company. Matt, you know, now it's Wednesday. Um, when the Viking experience, like, happened. When yeah, the, when it first when initially happened. Matt, what were your initial reactions? And, um, and have oh and, you know what? This is bad podcasting. And have they have they evolved to a point where you can stomach this 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 um gross uh mismarketing uh mis firing of this entire tag team? At what do so you think? Let me let me tell. This is probably not the answer you're expecting, but I I like to be honest. I don't want to fake anything. Okay. My initial reaction was okay. Yeah, that's the WWE. Like, I actually was not up in arms. And if you go back to our Twitter account, I was kind of making fun of everybody else before I made fun of the WWE. Then I sat back and I did start to think about it. Um, I never. I I got. I got frustrated, I think, for the fans, but I still, like, we already had to go, all right, they're War Machine, but now they're the War Raiders. Right. And, you know, Mick Foley made the great point on Twitter where he said, I mean, think about what we're talking here with the War Raiders. That's a terrible name, too. And what what will happen is if these guys really are meant to do great things in the tag division, they'll shine through this this stupid name like has happened before and i also need to look inside because i know it's a different idea when you're talking about the tag team i'm about to mention and comparing them to the now viking experience used to be the war raiders yeah but i cheer my nuts off for the fashion police and that is the goddamn dumbest that that might be worse than the Viking experience, if only because they had time to think of a name, and the Viking experience sounds like something they threw into a random name generator. So that's like there's there's that going for it, and and uh, I I think the real question here is why Vince has such a problem with war. Um, why does he have a problem with that that word? See. When we do all of these racist stunts and See, sexist that's, stunts, that's what yeah. I thought was happening. Because uh, it's you know it's a different world to go from NXT, which is WWE exclusive, to you know Raw and SmackDown, which are on you know USA Network and eventually Fox. Yeah. So when I first heard the tag team change, I was like, mm, pro- probably not you know, the name I would have picked. Um, it reminded me of those awful horror stories Stone Cold used to tell about, you know, uh, you know, uh, Mr. You know, Ring General Pants, or whatever they, whatever dumb name they had for Austin. And he said, you know, fuck this shit, Vince. I'm not doing this. So, Viking Experience, I understood because, alright, war, you know, do you want, you know, this PG crowd, kids to be going, war, 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 war. I get they don't want to promote that. Okay. Yeah. So what are you going to do? You can't shorten it because you can't be the Raiders because you've got, you know, the Raiders in Las Vegas (laughs) next year. Right. So I can get that, but we really couldn't have gone with, like, their names. Hanson and Roe, we had to go to, what is it? Ikevar and 
Let me pull Eric. this up here because this isn't even a Viking name I recognize. So Eric, Eric, and I, I, Ivar. I thought he said Egon three times on the broadcast, but apparently it's Ivar. Uh, I think that's what I'm a little more upset about because I don't know why we couldn't just do Hanson and Rowe. Um, yeah, I mean they're not. I mean I guess I don't know. Are are you gonna confuse things with with Rowan and I don't know. Yeah, we already have an Eric. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, is Eric Rowan now just going to be Rowan? Are we going right. to like? No, you're right. Two Eric. You're, you're a thousand percent right. I was like, you're gonna, you could confuse Row with Rowan, but they replaced it with Eric. Right. So fuck them. There's no. <laughs> There's no reason for them to do that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I. I mean, I, I get it, because, you know, if you're in that marketing room, you get all these sponsors who are just upset about, you know, I can't I can't do it. I can't be selling war, clothes with war, declaring war, you know. We just had all this bullshit with, you know, uh, Saudi Arabia. You know, you know, we're having all these complications, you know, politically, and now we're going to try and promote a new tag team whose in-ring welcome chant is war, 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 war. War, war, war. <laughs> uh, so I, I just the other. I, I guess the other kind of weird thing is the Viking experience is maybe the worst name I've ever heard. Just in addition to being, you know, really corny. Like experience. I thought that was something that they were going to crown or you know assign to associate with Velveteen Dream. Because he had the, you know, the, the dream experience. Yeah. You're going to experience the dream in this match. And now it's just kind of a, you know, crossover with that verbiage. It's just kind of surprising. And it just, I don't know, it made the whole thing seem very rushed. Um, you know, like well, we're desperate to get another tag team on Monday Night Raw. Don't forget, you know, they could they had to add experience for the same reason they couldn't go with just the plain Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't be the Vikings either. Yeah. <laughs> So they, I mean, look, I, I, it's super believable. I, I saw that. I was not shocked. Um, I think at this point, if you're shocked by this and the WWE, I don't know. I, I don't know what pro wrestling that you're okay watching because everything has hokey stuff like this. So like at this point, you know, I, I, I get it. I don't want to defend it as the right decision. It's not. Um, but I, I... I don't know. I guess, you know, we should pose not... to the uh, to the faction. We should try to have them think of a better name. And you have to keep all these sponsorship deals, like, in mind when you do it. So, you know, I know we can do a tongue-in-cheek, but I... I if you're going to keep this, all we've known from these guys, Hanson and Rowe, is that they act a little bit like Vikings. They had these really cool takeover entrances with the beating drums, and the guys have the horned helmets. Um, you know, they kind of wear the that little, kind. it's kind of an allusion to like a classic, you know, Braveheart, um, um, like in-ring attire. So I think we could pro probably pose that to the faction. See what kind of better tag team name you could have came up with these guys. You got here's the rules. You can't infringe on the sponsors, and you have to incorporate Vikings in some way because that's how we're gonna connect with these guys. Because we're not gonna completely reboot them, 
we're still keeping that super cool entrance music and the what i don't know if you saw botchamania already this week but um in the graphics the they stole that from skyrim i didn't see it yeah so up in the up in the graphics it has the viking experience and there's some uh ironwood shields and they're exact replicas from skyrim So yeah, well, what? I mean, we'll put it out ahead. there. See if we can see what we can come up with. Some better names for the Viking experience for Hanson and Roe. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm almost determined to not memorize their new names, but Eric and Ivar. Um, <laughs> man, we got some more news about people calling it quits uh, from WWE here. Alexander Always Wolf. Fun to talk about. Yes, Alexander Wolf, Luke Harper, Sasha Banks. Matt, of the three, who do you see actually having, you know, an outstanding Drew McIntyre-like career on the indie scene? Jesus. Um, oh, my God. I know. Well, it's, it's not an easy I, one. I guess... Just because I don't think... I don't think you and I were, were super enamored with those three people. I, I liked Luke Harper, and I think if I want if I had to root for one, I would pick Luke Harper. Um, uh, and I'm glad that, you know, like this this is a good conversation to have with all you know all three. And it's just if you saw Luke Harper's message on Twitter and Instagram, how thankful he is for the time he had at WWE. Um, I think it would be fair if he came out and said, you know what, I just couldn't get over, right? Yeah, he sounded um, very appreciative. Um, yeah, and he's and he's gonna go out and he's gonna take what he's what he's gained here, and I think he'll have a lot of appreciation. I think what's funny is is they still refuse to give these guys a shot in NXT. Where if they came back to NXT, I think they would just you know they would be kings and queens. Right. But um, you yeah, know, they'd, he's, they'd, he's gonna go off somewhere else. Yeah, they'd easily and, be you know like the tallest people on NXT or NXT UK. <laughs> I mean, shoot! You have you have immediately a Dijakovic uh, opponent. I, I, like that would work for me. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, getting getting back to it, uh, Alexander Wolf. I haven't really seen any of his news. I don't know if you saw what his messaging was, or did we just see that he's yeah. Splitting? He uh, he basically wrote a a little miniature love letter. Um, you know, thanking WWE. Uh, for the time, um, saying rest in peace, sanity, and he basically, you know, tagged Killian Dane, um, Eric Young, and even Nikki Cross, and said, you know, it's 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 time to go. Thank you for the time. Um, you know, off into the sunset I go. So he's. It sounds like he's ready for his departure as well. Um, so so basically, we've got two two people here that have have made like a more professional exit um i think you know where i'm going with this already (laughs) and i think they've they've recognized that these are loaded rosters and like what the reality is right and then you've got someone who's been given multiple championships uh has been in the spotlight at every division including this new women's tag division mike that is still not enough um i don't know how else to explain it to anybody that would sit here in front of me now and go sasha should be the champion she was 
It did nothing for the division. There's there's what happened. Um, would anybody well, does anybody want to argue that? I I don't know how you could because I, I very much saw, even though everybody hated Ronda Rousey, uh, <laughs> the first time the division just you know you know catapulted over the men's division like it was a no brainer that that would be the main event at WrestleMania. Um, Sasha just wasn't enough. So yeah, you know, I, you know shit. I guess. When you're so, I'll say a couple things. Uh, one, in in Sasha's defense, um, somebody compiled uh, you know the data about her title reigns, and she has held you know the championship multiple times, but every time she's held it, she's only held it for I think the maximum was like twenty days, so she's barely held it onto the next pay per view, which. You know, if you're, if you're killing yeah. your back and, you know, putting your body on the line for our entertainment, I can understand her being a little frustrated with that because, you know, she can just look at the other horsewomen who've, you know, all had, you know, much longer reigns than she did. Even Bailey, um, you know, you know, looking at Charlotte, looking at, you know, Becky, who's now, my God, she's holding both belts. Uh, she main evented WrestleMania. She got to pin Ronda Rousey. She's got all those things on her resume. And Sasha does not i mean she got to she got to have that big hell in a cell match with charlotte you know so she's there for big moments but i don't know um and i I mean this in the best way possible i think she just needed to know her place like they didn't give those women's tag team titles to just anybody you know they gave them to her because they knew that it mattered to her they knew it mattered to bailey and it mattered that the two of them won them as a tag team together um so they've definitely given her moments i mean if sasha's really that upset i mean look across the locker room just look at asuka look at how she got treated like garbage uh look at ember moon who still has not even gotten a a one push since she's been called up over a year ago now um i you know what even to that end though like i'm fine with still waiting on on ember moon like uh yeah there's more deserving people you can't all be at the top but i just yeah this goes back to our our weekly point that i think we've made for all 75 episodes this roster has way too many goddamn people on it and it still does (laughs) and all these surprises that they're going to aew well no shit because they're gonna get work over there and there's people that that value that more than you know than just the paycheck right and I still, like, you know, this is three more people who, you know, we know their names, uh, we yeah. respect them, but I still don't feel like AEW's really snagged anybody where I'm like, whoa, you know, this is going to turn the tide, you know, for AEW over WWE. It still kind of feels like, eh, you know, these are kind of fringe guys. You know, they haven't so, really, you know, I mean, and, and also, you know, just want to put it out there. There's nothing confirmed. It's just... You know, you get to read um, dirt sheets and see Sasha has, you know, followed a bunch of people from AEWs on Twitter and crap like that. But um, I'm still, I'm still waiting. You know, AEW is still going to be entertaining in its own way, but they haven't beaten the machine yet. They still haven't gotten that really big fish. So, and I don't think any of these three people are that big fish. Okay, that was going to be my next question. Um... And I, I agree. 
I think Sasha would be huge for that community for AEW, but I, I don't think it's like it's not going to be the game changer that brings people to AEW. I think I think what you're going to get out of AEW is still just going to be like us, where we're fans of pro wrestling. So once it's you know a product that's easily available, yeah, we'll go watch it. No problem. Yeah. Can you make it easily available? Sweet. That's. I mean, uh, Mike, I'm missing hockey playoffs right now. There's there's more to this mat than meets the eye. <laughs> there's a lot of TV to watch on a weekly basis, including a wife I love keeping happy. Yeah. So, when you can make pro wrestling a little bit easier to find on TV, and a little bit easier for little old Matt to consume, that's the stuff that Matt's gonna consume. No, so, no, 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 no. That's why New Japan Pro Wrestling pretty much only gets consumed uh, at Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, and that's because I see ads on where to watch it. <laughs> I don't want to Google it. Exactly. Come on. Well, hey, <laughs> what do I look like? I know. I'm not doing another subscription. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I barely hey, make time for the one I'm already paying for. Anyway. I know. I pay for that thing, and all I watch is NXT and the pay-per-views. Yeah. You could probably do the math and go back to pay-per-view days and even with me only watching like four pay-per-views, you know, this is this is still worth it. And I think the price of pay-per-views has gone up and especially now that they go, "Well, now it's in 4K." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, you know, long story short here, uh from from my opinion, um the the whole company will be fine without any one of these three i wish them luck um yeah but i mean I, yeah i guess the the conversation just turns to um you know and correct me if i'm wrong should you know should we not think of it this way but you know if you're a huge sasha banks fan uh go follow her to the next indie program she goes to this isn't you know like i'm a fan of of watching wwe i like I hate the stories. I love bitching about the stories, but I still like <laughs> on Mondays and Tuesdays tuning in and absorbing those stories. I'll say that. I, I shouldn't say I like watching it. I like the fact that it goes into my eyeballs and I turn it into entertainment of some sort, or at least gets me closer to death. Okay? <laughs> so, so that's what WWE is for me. If you are watching this because yeah. of Sasha Banks, she's not go. she's not like dead so you can still find her um go find her uh prove the wwe wrong um and and show her that she's right i just uh, i will say uh uh, we'll move on uh to your thought on you know your final thought on this but that that's that'll be where i'll hang up i'll hang up my boots (laughs) (laughs) i was reading our notes (laughs) yeah um no, I think I think I, we, I think uh, I think we turned our our tidbit segment into a nice thirty five minute digression. Um, As and, we do, <laughs> let's dive into NXT. Um, my God, pulling the curtain is Velveteen Dream defending the North American title against Buddy Murphy. Um, Woo! It was a hell of a match. Uh, I think Buddy Murphy is really starting to get it, and it's it's really nice that. You know the, the the head honchos at WWE are like, let's give this mm-hmm. guy some more TV time because he's yeah. definitely earned it. Um, Let me, can I throw something at you? Do you think that this is their master plan 
Or I think there might be a possibility that those two guys like each other and Velveteen decided to do that uh, at WrestleMania promo, you know, behind the curtain with Buddy Murphy. It definitely felt off the cuff because Buddy was like waving at the camera and then Velveteen calls him out and then he stops and he's like, hey, what did you say? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like he came up and he was being all tough. Like, he was he was out of character. And then Velveteen called him out. I wonder, and, and, you know, this goes back to our last conversation about, you know, Sasha, Luke, and Alexander. Are these guys now working together to help build each other up? Like, are they booking their own, you know, next match, their next title match? I think that that is a fantastic idea. And I think that more people should just sit down and take notes from Kevin Owens. Like the way he would talk about Sami Zayn all the time when Sami Zayn was way in the back of people's minds. Not even on TV because he was going through a triple shoulder surgery or what have you. And Kevin yeah. would still mention his best friend. And lo and behold, now we'll get to it in a little bit, but Sami Zayn is killing it in his new role. Um, <laughs> I don't know if this is one of those examples. I just think that it's another... Did I get played? Well, I just think it's WWE stealing another Brothers of Discussion idea where, hey, <laughs> these 205 Live guys are actually pretty good at their jobs. And, you know, instead of making them just fight each other on, you know, pre-shows, why don't we show that they qualify for your attention by having them go up against, you know, legitimate superstars like Mustafa Ali versus Samoa Joe or AJ Styles or Buddy Murphy versus, you know, this character that people can't get enough of the velveteen dream <laughs> it just it just makes so much sense like for money like they always talk about what's what's best for business this is best for business because now buddy murphy and if he stays on 205 live now you know that you have a guy who can compete with the best you know outside of this little you know bubble of people that we condescend to because they don't hit a certain you know number on the scale um that's why before we did this episode i was really thinking about asking if you wanted to record it tuesday night because that would be right after the you know superstar shakeup. and my hope my dream was that you know come wednesday we'd have some real crossovers on nxt and uk and we didn't quite get what i was hoping for we did you know we're going to get to it in a little bit with nxt uk we got a couple of folks on there kind of uh, but this 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 is a little baby step in the right direction uh well i think i think they're in the process now too of resetting 205 live because if this is going to continue to be on tv they can't just have the same eight guys on the show right, right? so uh you know cedric um, and now you know buddy's already fighting elsewhere you've had ali fighting uh, on smackdown for a while mm-hmm. um so I, I i just i think i think they're just making these pivots now too of like um you know maybe if if you, if you picture it of uh, like one of those spinning um buffets like in the middle of a table you've got uh, your butter and salt and it's just you know now it's time for another side of the table to try the butter and the salt kind of deal and i, I think uh 
I think I think that's what's going on. I, I I I don't know if it's more strategic than just passing passing everyone around and seeing if they can stick it elsewhere, um, or or just ensuring they're utilizing their assets better. Uh, especially a guy like Buddy Murphy, who, you know, was probably when you look at it, you look at it from the perspective of how much TV time he needs to eat up and what TV time he's eating up, and he still, like, blows up. You know that that's a win. Uh, so I think it, if it's if it's if it's seeing where else he can be successful, or maybe it's uh, you earned it. Uh, either way, this is I think this is just good for us, and I, and I think like you said, like our plan. You've been saying this for uh, over. I know we've been strictly calling it like our new strategy for like the last couple weeks. We've been talking about it for the last year, but yeah, these guys should be flip flopping brands all the time to keep things fresh. Yeah, I understand having like a home stomping ground. I get it. It's just this just feels like it's better for all the characters collectively. Yeah. And then it, you know, if all the characters are getting over, then you know that's how it's easier to sell merch for all those guys. And WWE can, you know, the engine can keep going. They keep making money off of you know the Buddy Murphys of the world instead of just the Velveteen Dreams. So, um, you know, I'm sold on Buddy after uh, uh, his. Uh, God, what was that thunder from Down Under pay-per-view in Australia? Um, you know, up until he finally lost the belt at WrestleMania. Um, like, I don't want that to be the end. I don't want him to just fade into obscurity. And I think this is this is a good way to do it. So this is a, you know, just a pat on the back for whoever's taking notes of Brothers of Discussion ideas at WWE. You're welcome. Uh, just, you know, take more of our ideas. Matt? Yeah, and if uh, if there's pro wrestlers out there that want to start taking notes, uh, this is the way that you show you love this business and that <laughs> you know you want to do what you can to, to earn your way up. Where it's it's sort of a lateral move for him, but he's he came out and <laughs> gave us one of the best. You know, I, not not like top five, but you know it's probably in the top one hundred NXT main show. Yeah, it was long matches. too. It's like fifteen yeah. twenty minutes. But uh, with that said, I know we were talking about merch. Mike, I hope you're happy you didn't buy uh, a War Raiders shirt, but it <laughs> looks like as the War Raiders, since that's how they did their promo, uh-huh. uh, they'll be taking on the Street Profits, trying to drop them tag titles. Woo-wee. Is there any way that this is not a drop of the tag titles? Is there any way, shape, or form that they're going to hang on to the NXT tag titles? have two different names <laughs> characters well i think that the war raiders can still be undefeated in nxt and also undefeated on wwe if they never have a match undefeated. that's right um <laughs> you know uh, who's to say what the viking experience is going to be but the war raiders can still win and retire as champions uh well they've never won a match Ooh. The War Raiders? Uh, oh, the, the Viking. Viking experience. No, they won on Monday. <laughs> oh, I thought they lost to. Uh... No, they got the they got the pin. They... Oh, that's right. I remember now. Yeah, they yeah, were yeah, yeah. they were jumping on top of each other. All yeah. right. Well, it would be nice, Mike, if you go back and watch that promo of the Street Profits. Um, Montez, you know what? Montez turns around and looks at the camera, and I giggled like that was. This is the first time in a while. Like, I remember we used to love Street Profits promos, and the last couple months, they've just been terrible. 
Um, but I'm only going to give props here to Montez Ford. Angelo Dawkins was fucking terrible. <laughs> it was like he didn't even pay attention. It was Montez was like, we're going to be fighting the War Raiders. And then Angelo's just like, Huh? Huh? <laughs> like, Hold on, I gotta stir. You... I gotta stir up some fake porridge, man. Hold on. <laughs> uh, do you, man? Hot tag. Is this a best case scenario for Montez hanging out with Angelo Dawkins, or as some members of the faction have said, uh, they're ready for Montez to move on and be his own man? Would you rather see Montez in this role with Angelo, or getting some singles time on Two Hundred Five Live, Matt? Hot tag. Oh, 205 Live is a good answer. If it was anywhere else, I would say that's not going to work. I'd be scared uh, for his life. Yeah, he'd be done. I don't know where he'd even fit. But 205 Live, definitely. I think that's that's a great example. Um, that was the easiest hot tech question ever. So, <laughs> and that's a good thing. I like them when they're easy. I'm not complaining. Um, well, yeah, I, and that's all I've got to say about the this match coming up. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, you know, ready to move on this to isn't a day. this isn't an exciting feud for me because it just feels like well now we got to dump the belts on somebody who's on right. TV and it doesn't feel like they've quite earned the you know uh you know the the prestigious NXT tag titles which I feel like they they don't usually get tossed around um it's it's usually a, a sign of stability um. And I don't think yeah, the Street I, Profits are good enough. I mean, it, it was, what, two weeks ago where we saw them, uh, you know, tag in yeah. and win a match from the wrong corners the wrong corner. on yeah. a TV match? Come on, man. I mean, you know, well, we all make mistakes, but not like when you're going to be the tag champions and defeating the Viking experience. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, other news in NXT, Dijakovic calls out Velveteen Dream. So that's when you know you're huge, when you get called out twice in one show. <laughs> um <laughs> I, I i believe that a uh, quick thought on that uh very brief thought uh dijakovic scared me a little uh i thought he was doing an ultimate warrior promo uh he's just kind of clenching his <laughs> fists and he's going i can feel the blood in my body feast your eyes velveteen and i, I, I don't I remember him coming anybody... off like that before but Anybody that hasn't watched the promo yet, just watch <laughs> Dijakovic bring that microphone up to his mouth. There's definitely counting going on in the back of his head where he was like, it looked really great at six seconds. <laughs> um, the next segment was uh, Johnny Gargano coming out. Finally, somebody's yeah. got a shirt that's not black, Mike. Johnny Gargano with the yellow Johnny Champion shirt. I'm buying that mother effort because I <laughs> want a shirt, a wrestling shirt that's not black. Anyway... And, of course, you know, you can really only wear that shirt with black pants. But, uh, Mike, they, they blindsided me, and Gargano was blindsided as well. Roddy Strong knocking out Gargano, and you are getting your wish, Mike. It looks like the Undisputed Era is breaking up. I'm getting my wish because the man who's going to get knocked out of Undisputed Era it's is going to be Roddy Strong. <laughs> now, I love, you know, over the, the last year, I've come to love Roderick Strong. I... I used to just purposefully, um, you know, give him a hard time only because I thought he was one of the worst promo guys uh, in the company. So I wouldn't say from a face perspective we have any proof that that'll improve. But um, at least from this heel side, he's doing such a great job getting that match with William Regal and then slapping 
<laughs> had him call like hey man isn't that great and just had him call god damn is he so good like that he wouldn't even look roddy in the eyes anymore no his face just turning more and more and more to the right right at the <laughs> camera just you know eyes down yeah. he's furious this is a great wrestling story this will be like from a uh, like a champa gargano side of things where it's all about hate yeah this will be like that same sort of level of emotion but instead of hate it's gonna be whininess and i think it's gonna play off fantastically yeah for the undisputed era yeah i'm really looking forward to uh you know roddy strong being the one to interfere against adam cole something like that um and it's you know it's just something that i'm i'm happy to let this simmer for a bit yeah. um you know i don't I don't, burn. I don't need a i don't need a big you know uh you know short-lived big moment story i'm i'm ready to let this simmer because you know it's been a year and now our beloved undisputed era is not draped in gold matt they are draped in embarrassment matt uh last segment of nxt um and it's for obvious reasons Kyrie gets dq'd in her final match uh, and her arm gets broken in half by Shayna Baszler. <laughs> and that's because she's going up to make real money. Um, how do you feel about this, Matt? Hot tag, how do you feel about this being Kyrie's last match? Uh, I mean, it's not her legacy. Uh, it makes sense. They, you know, they didn't want to have her just... Uh, they want to keep her strong going to SmackDown if, if anybody's watching NXT or if that means anything anymore. Yeah. Uh, you know, just ask the Viking experience. But I, I'm, I'm okay with it. I was kind of wondering at first, like, I started, you know, you start piecing things together and I was like, oh, is this, could this turn into something with EO? But it's, it's just, no, this is how they're getting her off of NXT TV. She officially can't compete uh for the nxt women's championship anymore uh and that's you know it's it's kind of like that's that um i mean yeah uh, for yourself that's a real it's a real finality um and i guess just the closing note was Shayna baszler (laughs) tweeting uh come uh monday after raw excuse me tuesday after smackdown and just saying yeah good riddance (laughs) 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 um yeah, that, that kind of wraps that up. Um, we could jump into Raw. Um, AJ Styles, The Miz, Ricochet, Aleister Black, Eric, and Ivar, Andrade, Selena Vega, Rey Mysterio, The Usos, Naomi, EC3, Lacey Evans, Cedric Alexander, and a man who needs an introduction, Eric Young, all moving to Monday Night Raw, Matt my God, what a roster! Um, is there a two <laughs> hundred pound man in this group? Uh, I guess if you count the if you get rid of the Vikings, I don't think so. Uh, Matt, uh, second question because the first one had no answer. Is AJ Styles immediately catapulted into a feud with Seth Rollins? Oh, oh don't confuse the yawning for boredom with that question. I mean, it's, it's almost eleven o'clock um i i guess so right i mean there's there's no roman uh well drew is still on this roster so yeah drew's got a he's got a heck of a shot just as fair shot as any old man (laughs) 
that seems more like something we got to save. Um, I don't know. Like, you got to put it together, right? So we've got a Saudi Arabia show that is getting no uh, advertising, I guess. So they're just going to act like it's not actually happening. Oh, shit. Um, when is it? I, I'm pretty sure it's it's coming up soon. Uh, then we've got Money in the Bank, right? So yes. that's a whole nother conversation we have to, to start having soon is who's going to win Money in the Bank. Um, I guess, yeah, it makes sense at least if you want to do like a good old boys kind of uh, fight because I, I don't know. Are we are we going to bring the club? Is the club still a thing? Are they? They're still on SmackDown, I, so that's I not going to happen. Yeah, they didn't. I, they didn't really get mentioned, did they? Um, like, how do we? Yeah, how do we make AJ? I don't think Seth's going to be evil. We're not going to do heel Seth. So, is is it time for AJ? Otherwise, you know, I, I say no. So I think they just have to figure out some way to transition into like a a couple months of just oh, almost gotcha. You know, we're just a couple of buddies pinning each other. Hee <laughs> hee. <laughs> well, I guess that's that's what it would have to be. I, you know, looking at who they added, it kind of feels like you know, looking at this roster: AJ face, Miz face, Ricochet face, Alistair face, Eric and Ivar face, Andrade, eh, bad guy. I think aren't they going to be heels? After I, I mean, they did team up with the Revival, but I I don't know. I mean, in NXT back when way back when they were still the War Raiders. Uh, they, uh, they, they, they wrestled face-ish, I think, right? Yeah, no, I, I think that they went through a heel turn in the... In that uh, one match. Yeah. They were on the corner where you can't see their faces for hot tags, so they are bad guys. Well, that's settled. Uh, Rey Mysterio is a good guy, Uso's good guys, <laughs> EC3, uh, doesn't really have a role uh eric young who knows uh he shaved his head i don't even recognize him anymore and cedric alexander <laughs> uh but i guess he's probably a face because he's little um hmm who do we have as a bad guy on this show so you got andrade bobby lashley drew mcintyre corbin Does this mean that somebody like AJ or The Miz are going to have to switch over and be naughty? I mean, that's where my head was at. So I... Maybe? This feels like... Because uh, I feel like The Miz is still... He's still riding that Shane McMahon wave of momentum. <laughs> I could... That was a hard sentence to say. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, if he's going to do that, and he's... God, he's just been a heel for so long, and now he's... He's only been a face for what, two or three months? Yeah. Hmm. It would be an odd, odd kind of flip flop. Um. Yeah, it just feels like this roster. Maybe it's just the new additions, but it feels like this roster's got a lot of baby faces on it. Well, I guess if if changes have to be made, right? Uh. I guess we just do it to AJ. I. I'd have to take a look at, at the whole roster. I'm all distracted because I was looking at uh, Saudi Arabia's next show is scheduled for May 3rd. So um, that is coming up in just a couple weeks. Is that a Friday? Friday. That's a Friday. 
Okay. Yeah, I'll have to take that day off. Um, just because... Well, here's the thing, Mike. Uh, it's not on their schedule on the WWE website, but they are, in fact, really? going to Saudi Arabia huh. for some fights. Yep. So, that is a whole nother Cause that was, was story that, to tackle. Was that Greatest Royal Rumble? Was that the first one last year? Yeah, that was about a year ago. And then the one after that, that was... That was the awful Shawn Michaels return where he looked terrible, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, it was the Brothers of Destruction. Yeah, it was, it was... They were both awful. I'm just trying to remember if we're getting another free Royal Rumble out of this, but I don't think so. No, this is... Uh, and there's nothing that you can find. Like, this this is actually kind of crazy. So there's confirmation from the WWE that they're going, but there isn't, like, a a double a wwe oh here we go oh, this is this is good research folks i hope you're <laughs> nothing like live research this. yeah um let's see this says 2015 all right that's not that's not recent at all so um yeah basically here's the live research um there isn't a spot that the wwe on their own website is saying that this is happening but it's other uh the, the sportster and wrestle talk are are confirming uh based off of you know other uh, i would say other wwe reports uh that this is happening so it's not just their guests um fightful i guess had the original report that saudi arabia show will take place on friday may 3rd um no word on the location or what the event will be called so uh, and that's back in february so who who knows what's happened between now and then but you know nothing that the wwe has mentioned or confirmed uh in regards to like canceling but yeah it's uh it's a hot mess it looks like just from just from a google a google wow so yeah there's that just want to get that saudi arabia news out there thank god we were clamoring um that was that was uh, in our top 10 hits on BOD Podcast <laughs> last year. It was. Of our Saudi Arabia it's coverage. Um, I'm, I'm dead serious, god damn it. God damn it. Um, man, I'm going to try to, because we're already pushing an hour here, I'm going to try to mix these up here together. Because um, uh, SmackDown also had their roster uh, overhauled. Um, they officially added Heavy Machinery, Otis and Tucker, um, they got Mickey James. Um, she has a, a home. I know. Apollo Cruz. Chad Gable. Uh, no word on Bobby Roode. Yeah. Uh, Liv Morgan. I guess she's just going rogue. She's a lone wolf now. Okay. Uh, Buddy yep. Murphy. <laughs> I, yeah. That's news to us. Lars Sullivan. I guess that's official from WWE.com. He's not just going to torment every haphazard <laughs> tag team on, on the wwe so that's uh, globosphere done. right all right uh Kyrie sane is a big call up from nxt uh ember moon is officially on smackdown uh we get bailey yep matt elias who you mentioned earlier intercontinental champion finn Balor, and the big get who got to punch his boss right in the schnooker Roman Reigns. <laughs> Matt, of the two lists, who won? Uh, well, 
Well, last year I went back and looked at what we said, and I picked SmackDown because I said, of course, I'm going to follow AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. Right. And boy, did they not disappoint. Um, and I think easily that SmackDown over the last year was the better show. Yes. So what does SmackDown turn into over the next year? Uh, we're going to Fox. Um, it's been reported that Fox is asking for a more sport-like uh, program. So that bodes well for us wrestling fans. Um, I, I don't know. I, I Just looking at the rosters, my hesitation is Roman Reigns. I just... We're happy he's back, but we know how lazy they are with Roman Reigns and their creative work. Um, it's just, it's one of those plug and play for them. Um, they feel like if he's in there, why bother write a story? Right. That's my problem with this. I'm also, you know, I'm looking at this list. Buddy Murphy's exciting. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie Sane's exciting. Ember Moon's exciting. Love Elias, and I love Finn Balor. Um, obviously we've got KO and the New Day are still on the roster, so, you know, nothing wrong there, and you've still got Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And we've, you've already mentioned all the problems with the Raw roster, um, you know, being the the issue with faces and heels, I just, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna pick SmackDown, and I'm, I'm gonna say that's gonna be better than Raw. Because we also know Ronda Rousey's coming over. And we know that Becky Lynch will not be asked to carry Raw. Uh, they're going to keep SmackDown hot for Fox. Eventually. Well, we're still we're still waiting for some chips to fall. Because we don't know if they're going to actually reassign Becky to Raw or SmackDown. Or she's just going to kind of straddle the right line. Now. I'm telling you. It's SmackDown. Wherever Ronda is, that's where they should put Becky. Well, it's it's a good story. Um, I don't know. I just I'm not. Uh, I'm just not super sold on. Uh, damn it! Because now we're gonna get to watch Daniel Bryan versus Finn Balor. Oh man. Yeah, it's pretty good. I know, and I I'm a Lars Sullivan mark. I'm sorry, and I love heavy machinery. I like the beef. Um, <laughs> Mike, can't you see it now? Elias and Lars Sullivan versus Roman Reigns and Finn Balor in a random tag match Ooh. this summer. Does oh. that just feel good? Well, I really like the you know uh, Ember Moon, Bailey, Kyrie, and Asuka kind of beating each other up. Um, you know, if if uh, Becky ever decides to drop one of her belts, um, dang. And blue, <laughs> I forgot blue tongued Liv Morgan. Oh man. Yeah, I do like Liv. It's just that Raw, it, you know, I really want to see AJ Styles versus Ricochet. Oh, my God. Uh, AJ Styles versus Aleister Black. Um, You know, uh, and likewise, you know, watching Aleister kind of get, you know, get the the horns locked with Andrade again. Um, You know, just see Zelina Vega have a real choice to make if she goes with her her ringmate or her lover. Um, I, I hope I hope they don't touch that. I, I'm I'm fine with that not being addressed. Just it, it'll happen, Matt. It's gonna happen. Some pay per view uh, between uh, Money in the Bank and SummerSlam. It's gonna happen. So then Charlotte's getting moved over to Raw. I yeah they need they need somebody to run the show over there. 
I don't think it's going to be Alexa. I think they want to, you know, give it to somebody larger. Um, man. Man. Yeah, I, no, you know what? It's not, you know, I can't. Ugh. All I'm thinking about is AJ versus Ricochet and AJ versus Alistair. Um, I still, I, oh, dang it. This is tough. Yeah, but we're, I, I guarantee we'll still be talking about SmackDown being the better show if it stays at two hours. If Fox gets its wish and it goes to three hours, we're going to hate both shows. <laughs> we're just going to complain all the time. I'm going to, you know what? There's going to be uh, no way I'm going to keep up with everything. Let's be brothers of discussion. I'm going to pick Raw because of, you know, the main event scene. I think it's going to be really, really good. Um, I'm excited also to see how Sami Zayn keeps evolving um with this new jerk character oh god we haven't even mentioned that that has been the best part of raw and smackdown that, the last couple weeks for you me. know we try to keep the cursing to a minimum that fucking promo he did on monday where they restarted his song four different times and he danced around every single time yeah oh my god that's what wrestling's all about that live crowd interaction because he's in the hometown of montreal and they're just losing their shit Every time they rebooted it, and then he just told the fans, ah, go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> awesome work by Sammy, man. I loved it. Um, it's just every a, time he a cuts plus. one of those promos, don't you feel a little, hey, I have a podcast. We have some opinions. Shut up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. No, we're, we're the problem. It's such, a, it's such a hard thing to cheer for those promos and then sit back and realize I've been sitting here bitching about you know all these human <laughs> beings that are pro wrestlers and entertainers yeah whatever we can love things and talk about them that's you know roger ebert made a career out of it and we're the roger eberts of uh pro wrestling so you're welcome yeah yeah no it's 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 a great character i think if sammy you know looked back without the critics you know being there and yes shitting on everybody else but also saying hey el generico is the greatest thing ever yeah you know without that happening there is no Sami Zayn in wwe yeah um and, and i think that just goes back to you know this is all just it's all for funsies uh but you know we we do all have to kind of uh, it's a good practice to kind of sit there and go what am i doing judging this <laughs> well for yeah. hours on end uh you know uh, it's that's a healthy question to ask yeah, it's time for self-reflecting, but it's not right now. Uh, it's time to talk about wrestling. Uh, I just want to put that, out... That's the end of the show. Yeah, well, I just want to put out one thing that I think it's just cool that uh, leading the way on Raw and SmackDown, promo-wise, were Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, and it had nothing to do with each other. Yeah. They're just that good. And I, I think that pretty... some people used to just, you know, put them together and, you know... They're the kind of Batman and Joker, and it's just kind of fun to see them live their own lives and not have to, like, lean on each other to do good work. Um, oh, yeah, like, uh, I can't remember, like, the, the last time that we had such great moments like this, and, and especially KO putting on that little tiny New Day shirt. Oh, my God. eating all those pancakes, <laughs> eating them off the floor. Putting on his little unicorn horn and, you know, yeah. I can shake my hips just like this. And then he shakes so hard, both the New Day members fall over. <laughs> um, well, it's like, that that goes over so well. And then we go back to thinking, like, man, everybody was fucking furious. 
at the Viking experience. Yeah. And then we're just sitting there going, yeah, eat pancakes, Kevin. <laughs> Woo! Yay! Big O is funnier. I just want to say. They waffled oh. between Big K and Big O. I don't know if you saw the whole segment. Oh, Big O funnier than Big K. I yeah. thought you meant funnier than Big E. And I was like, don't. Don't you, you dare. Take those words you out of your mouth. <laughs> um, i guess you keep those words in your mouth yeah yeah i'll keep blah, blah, blah. um i think that that's going to be a new recurring segment every week too we're going to talk about something we really loved each week because i don't i know we mention them they get peppered throughout the show but i think that should be a new thing yeah, that we I do talk about drew mcintyre every week that's not a segment what you love you that's a man about? you love that's different that's the mcintyre minute oh my provided God. by matt <laughs> That's the McIntyre moan that comes right after it. Jesus. All right, Matt, we're pushing an hour and 12 minutes of NXT <laughs> UK. You got, you got 60 seconds. Go. Uh, Rapid fire. Everybody. Bye. Wait, what? Rapid fire. NXT UK? Oh, my yeah. God. That means we're going to still talk about something else after this. What are we talking about? All right, about the Coffee that? Brothers beat Humberto and his buddy. No, Clarice. too long, Matt. Even quicker. Uh, <laughs> Faster. I liked the Grizzled Young Vets, and it was the worst ending to a pro wrestling show I've ever seen. Why was it? Uh, I don't need to see a Pete Dunn 15-second reminder that there's wrestling on this weekend. <laughs> you might forget. Put him on the goddamn show if it's that important to you. Uh, also, Casey Catazzaro got beat up by Rhea Ripley, which... I would watch for many different reasons. Um, yep. I was rocking one. All right. <laughs> well, that's another exciting episode. Glad you mentioned that, Mike. <laughs> Apologies to Ricochet, uh, Ripley, and Casey, and anyone else yeah, why who's don't you, woke. Yeah, just apologize to Casey and Ripley. <laughs> well, I am sorry. Just all around, I don't know, just feelings no you're fine a lot of feelings um matt we we got through episode 75 and now starting next week every monday night raw when alistair black comes out you get to hear that's you know his new entrance with the oh okay the cre I, creaking door yeah no we get it okay and, no it was, it was good Okay. Okay. Nailed it. Nailed I like, it. Yes. I, I like right, to think that everybody. Wrestling journal out. Nailed that impression. Picked up their phone right there, and they're like, "What? What says it's still playing?" <laughs> oh. Wait. Wait. Is somebody here? <laughs> oh, it's one of the brothers of discussion doing a door impression. <laughs> oh no! You're giving yourself too much credit there. They, they were confused because of the dead silence. Don't. No, no I, yourself on the it bank. was dead silence for the phone because I, I like I really like made out with my microphone I was right there there's you're gonna it's gonna get picked up don't worry all right Matt well that's let's uh, remind the people where they can everybody. find every glorious moment of brothers of discussion Matt take it away bodpodcast.com brothers of discussion.com and at bod podcast for twitter and believe it or not you can find us on facebook that way and of course uh, you know what join our new group why have you not joined the new brothers of discussion live 
what do we call it? Spoilery discussion group Spoilers page. included. Yes. Uh, go to that page. This is your opportunity to sound off. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good... Uh, you'll have fun. Yeah, you're going to be able to snap one off whenever you want. <laughs> I'm Michael. Matthew. I'm, I'm Matt. Is oh, the Mike, name we have our new emails. Are. We almost do. We're going to have very exciting oh. uh, real domain emails. You're going to be able to email Michael at BOD Podcast. Well, Matthew at BOD Podcast. It's not out there yet, though. Right? But don't do it yet. Yeah, don't, don't, just ignore well, this. Actually, Damn it. it'll work right now. You can email me, but Matt's will also get forwarded to me. So if you want to email <laughs> Matt, and you wanted to tell, like, you wanted to say something really mean about me, and you fucking do it right now, I'm gonna see it. <laughs> so just be aware of that. I'm coming for you. I'm coming. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a nice week. Yeah. Bye.